Welcome to Pop Culture Legends, a mini-series from Digital Dissection, a nerd podcast. Pop Culture Legends explores the spaces in between mainstream and esoteric across the world of media. There's a lot to unbox across our favorite properties, and some aren't always well-known. We hope you enjoy the spaces in between those spaces. Today's Legend explores The Last of Us, and in particular, the influences behind the infection that causes its hellish landscape. While apocalypse-driven properties tend to rely on entirely fictional pandemics, The Last of Us is unique. It focuses on a real-world fungus that alters the course of human history. Join us as we explore the line between science and fiction. As a content warning, there will be light spoilers ahead for The Last of Us franchise. Naughty Dog is the video game developer responsible for many of the greatest generational titles to grace small screens. Titles like Crash Bandicoot, Jack and Daxter, and Uncharted have influenced the industry for over 25 years. In 2013, they'd managed to up the ante again. The Last of Us stormed onto PlayStation consoles after a four-year development cycle, winning Game of the Year awards, multiple re-releases, and even an upcoming TV show. If you are unfamiliar with the property, the series' first entry focuses on Joel Miller and Ellie Williams, two survivors of a global-scale infection. Their fates intertwine as a possible cure has been discovered, and a nationwide journey awaits to ensure that humanity has a fighting chance to combat the global infected, or those who are consumed by a fungal mutation. The mutations turned humans of this universe into enraged monsters on one side of the spectrum, and on the other, horrific beasts capable of incredible strength and endurance. Needless to say, the effectiveness of the disease in wiping out humanity was quick, causing the remnants of civilization to quarantine in attempts to isolate the mindless and aggressive creatures. In The Last of Us's universe, a specific fungus was responsible for the worldwide outbreak, a strain of cordyceps fungus that mutated and attached itself to crops that originated in South America. Within months, 60% of humanity would be dead, creating a new world full of terrors and an earth attempting to heal itself from the devastation. As we previously mentioned, players around the world crowned The Last of Us as a masterpiece, as its core plot is truly second to none. What many weren't familiar with at the time, however, is that the Cordyceps fungus wasn't just a throwaway reference during the events of the game. A specific strain called Ophiocordyceps not only exists in The Last of Us, but our world too. We're sorry to break the news. As a fungi, Cordyceps actually includes roughly 600 different species all over the earth. Historically, they have been known to hail mainly from Asia, as the species enjoys humid climates and jungles. The earliest known documentation on Cordyceps dates back to 1694 in China and would officially be named Cordyceps sinensis 
in the 1800s. The species is an endoparasitoid, an organism that infects another at the expense of its host. Like many parasites, however, their existence will ultimately result in the death of the creatures they infect. Specifically, cordyceps is an entomopathogenic fungus attaching to the external bodies of insects via microscopic spores and slowly take over their bodies, essentially creating walking insectoid zombies. From this point on, the fungus will grow until the host's body can no longer contain it, and the fungus will break out of the inhabited body to once again spread more spores and infect more organisms. How do cordyceps achieve what's essentially mind control of these poor creatures? Well, we know how, and it's the exact same way that The Last of Us explains its global catastrophe. Essentially, the cordyceps fungus attacks its hosts via mycelium, which are long branches of fungus that grow within various different kinds of substrates, or surfaces. To explain it another way, mycelium tends to look like plant roots, albeit a much more cotton candy-like version of it. As the roots take hold of a host organism, they slowly replace any structures within it, consuming nutrients as they go. In terms of insect life, cordyceps is a very opportunistic, unrelenting force that makes insects travel to higher reaching places within their ecosystems once they're in control. The reasoning is that the fungal spores can be released in this manner to spread their reach to a wider distribution in the spaces that they inhabit. This concept has not only been witnessed for hundreds of years, but it's quite jarring to someone unfamiliar with how the parasitic fungus operates. Seriously, insect zombies, with what looks like spikes coming out of them. Not something you want to watch during dinner. In general, though, cordyceps are a very meaningful part of the ecosystems where they're found. They help contribute to further decomposing plant matter and ensure that the nutrient-heavy particles break down to further keep forest systems and jungles healthy. How it behaves in the world of The Last of Us, however, reminds us just how much fiction isn't terribly far off from the truth. As far as scientists are aware, cordyceps does not have the ability to immediately leap to humans in the way it does insects. However, what Naughty Dog established in its video game is that the parasitic fungus mutated to be able to take control of the human brainstem. The same mycelium-based branches that infect and control insects were fictionally adapted to take over human biology much in the same way that cordyceps rely on insect life to complete their own life cycles. The last of us showed a terrifying possibility that the fungus could influence multi-stage evolutions of shambling, enraged, zombie-like forces. When the 2013 gaming hit premiered, however, many began asking questions about the fungus that pop culture hadn't quite been intimately familiar with. While cordyceps had been documented turning species of ants into zombies, that served out a parasitic purpose. The questions many on the internet began posing were, can cordyceps actually infect humans? Is this as big of a threat to humanity as The Last of Us has shown? Fortunately, this can be understood by first looking into the relationship between the fungus 
at insect life. Cordyceps in terms of its advantageousness prey on insect-like creatures due to the sheer amount of them available, and the fact that they largely inhabit the same ecosystems. Insects in particular cannot fight off pathogens like the fungal spores cordyceps spread throughout jungles and climates by design. They become quite familiar with each other, albeit one-sided. Simply put, insects have been specifically targeted by cordyceps for an incredibly long amount of time due to opportunity and the fact that they really have no way to combat the fungal spores' attacks. Why humans are different is quite obvious in many ways, but millions of years of adaptation has caused what we currently witness when insects and fungus collide. Humans, however, have a slightly more complicated relationship with fungus in general. According to disease biologist David Hughes of Penn State University, the concept of fungal diseases impacting humans is nothing new. If anything, we're already far more familiar with it than we realize. In an article from Fandom.com, Hughes would state just how susceptible, and particularly, how often humans face infections from spore-based organisms. Quote, People get fungal diseases all the time. If you're immunocompromised, a fungus is most likely what's going to kill you. In fact, fungi kill more people than malaria. 1.3 million people die every year of fungal diseases. So there's really no reason why we can't get fungal-based diseases." Unquote. From the perspective of Hughes, who consulted on the production of The Last of Us, the question isn't so much, can we be impacted by Ophiocordyceps, but what would it be able to do to our nervous system? How much of our behaviors would it be able to control? Such questions don't exactly make the premise any less terrifying. Considering the nightmarish circumstances, The Last of Us is painted. In reality, however, fungus-based madness has been reported before, according to Hughes. As recently as 1954, French citizens were exposed to Ophiocordyceps in crops they had consumed. This resulted in many villagers becoming ill, and a 12-year-old girl even attempted murdering her own mother. While these circumstances are alarming, it's important to realize that this still isn't an example of cordyceps controlling an organism's behavior. If anything, it's more indicative of how the human body works and can be explained by how the human body combats exposure to fungus, or specifically, mold spores. According to the Alzheimer's Drug Discovery Foundation, since mold spores act as irritants to the human body, immune systems will naturally combat the invading forces via body inflammation. The dangerous byproduct, of course, is that brain inflammation specifically can cause cognitive impairments. In the case of our French 12-year-old in 1954, this could explain the potential delirium and aggression. If exposed too long, these impairments can become irreversible. Once again, however, this is not so much a reflection of fungal molds necessarily being in control of the human brainstem. Instead, it's an example of how far human immune systems will go to defend themselves 
Ultimately, The Last of Us leaves us with what's scientifically a gray area. While the militant version of cordyceps can devastate insect life, humans still rely on the fungal species to aid in specific diets, and even compounds from them in adopting organ transplants. The cordyceps family might have some questionable members within its genus, but overall its impact on Earth is more beneficial than it is detrimental. The potential upside, according to Healthline.com, these range from treating tumors to helping manage heart health and type 2 diabetes. In terms of the ability for The Last of Us Hellish Future to have merit, David Hughes believes it would need to have a few things happen. For one, humans would have to inhabit far more humid and warm climates that cordyceps thrive in, and the ability for it to adapt to human biology might take it millions of years. While this may sound encouraging, he's also quick to point out a possibility that's far more terrifying. Quote, If there was some way we exposed ourselves to the infected insects more often, that's a mechanism for the cordyceps to potentially spread. Unquote. So word to the wise. If you see cordyceps hanging out in your neighborhood, try not to spend too much time with it. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Pop Culture Legends, a digital dissection miniseries. Be on the lookout for future episodes as we explore the relative unknown, as some of pop culture's stories lie just outside mainstream periphery. Follow us on your social media of choice and tell us what you think. We'd love to hear from you in the comments or at digitaldissectionpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, keep on dissecting. And if you get any crops from South America that look suspicious, maybe just throw it out or set it on fire.